Hello, 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 guys, and welcome to the first official episode of Unfriendly Black Hottie. I feel like a podcast is very, very overdue for somebody like me. (laughs) I love to share my unprompted opinions. It's kind of my thing. Um, We're going to be talking about everything on these podcasts. We're going to be talking about pop culture astrology. We're going to be talking about politics. We're going to be talking about just everything that I'm into. Of course, relationships, um, all the juicy stuff. I'm going to be telling y'all my business, giving advice. Um, This is going to be like girl talk, pop culture. I'm really excited about it. Like I'm over the moon and I know that the title of this first episode you're probably side-eyeing me a little bit you're either like there's no in between you're probably side-eyeing me or you're like okay let's hear it you know what I mean like you're either already kind of agreeing with me or side-eyeing me and I really love topics like that because it's like I don't know I love this new era of the internet where we want long-form content like vlogs of people just showing their life we want to watch and listen to podcasts where people are just talking and sharing their opinions like it shows that even though we are all chronically online we really do just want to connect and we really do just want to feel like we're on FaceTime so many women I hear like describe liking podcasts as like they like it just because it feels like they're on FaceTime with somebody they're just chit-chatting with a friend and that's exactly what I want this to feel like I want it to feel like one of your best friends just FaceTimed you and now you guys are chatting like it's just super chill vibe super genuine um I even had thought about calling this podcast am I allowed to say that or like something along those lines because I want this to be my safe space where like the things that I would only ever admit to my sister or to my best friend, like the things that I feel like I can't really say out loud, or I can't put on the internet without judgment. This is where I want to come to do that, to learn, to grow, to have people call me out and say, hey, that's an ignorant ass opinion. You know what I mean? Like, just cultivating the space for that is important for me. And yeah, (laughs) let's go ahead and jump into the topic of today's podcast, though. As you can see, (laughs) as you see by the title, We are going to be talking about not the Kardashians and Jenner specifically, but beauty standards, responsibility, blame, fault, um, and things of that nature. And I'm actually really excited. Uh, Sorry, I just yawned. (laughs) Sorry. That's the funny thing about podcasts, too, is like you have to be super aware of what you sound like and like if this was a regular vlog I I would have just yawned and kept going but anywho so let's start here there are a lot of people that believe I was listening to another podcast pretty basic with Remy and Alicia love them they're like OG YouTubers their podcast is amazing but I was listening to an episode and this there the episode I heard of theirs the other day was the push for me to go ahead and make my podcast and make this the first episode because this has been something that I've wanted to talk about in a YouTube video for a very long time but I figured it would be perfect for the first episode of my podcast is they were saying that 
like their opinions on whether or not it should be disclosed that somebody has had work done, has had plastic surgery done, or has filler, has a boob job, a BBL, got their teeth done, stuff like that. And I feel like I have a very unique perspective on this. I feel like not a lot of people share my opinion on this, and I really want to start the conversation on it. Like, let's get into it. I feel like some of y'all care too much, okay? I feel like, let's just start there. Some of y'all care way too much about who has work done, about who's lying about having work done, about beauty standards. And of course, it's hard not to write. It's shoved in our face. But let's start here. It's weird to me when people say stuff like, how dare Kylie Jenner not disclose what surgery she's had done because there are young girls that look up to her and they might think they have to look that way. Why are we putting the responsibility on women that never asked to be role models when it is a parent's responsibility? It is, it is I, I, I feel this and I know that some people would disagree. I feel like just because you have influence, it doesn't make you responsible. I say this as somebody who has minimal influence. I'm a micro influencer, but I've still, I've, I've been told that before. Like you shouldn't say certain things. You shouldn't promote certain things. You shouldn't do certain things because you have a following or because people might think that you're promoting it. And it's like, I didn't promote it. I just like, I'm just literally living my fucking life. Like Kylie Jenner, as far as I know, never came out and was like, yeah, I, I just want to be a role model. You know what I mean? So how come we're putting the responsibility of somebody who didn't ask to be a role model? Why are we giving them the responsibility of you shouldn't post that because young girls might think they have to look like you. I'm a parent and me personally, it's never going to be anybody else's responsibility to make sure that my baby girl is secure in how she looks. It's never going to be anybody else's responsibility to make sure that my little girl doesn't want plastic surgery. That is on me. And if that means that I have to monitor what she consumes to the best of my ability, of course, right? Then so be it. If that means that I have to call her beautiful and make sure that I'm, I have her in activities and I have her doing affirmations that promote self-love and self-acceptance, then so be it. But that's my responsibility. It's not Kylie Jenner's. It's not Kim Kardashian's. It's not her favorite YouTubers or her favorite Instagrammers. And of course, I'm speaking in foresight because I have a two-year-old, right? I'm not dealing with this actively. But I think as a society, us women on social media have really shifted the responsibility. I'm not going to say the blame. There's no one to blame. We've shifted the responsibility onto these influencers, onto these public figures, onto these celebrities, when really they don't owe us anything. Um... That's, I don't know, that's always been so weird to me. Even before I started like creating content, even before I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, even before I was in my 20s, because now I'm 24, I always felt like, why is it such and such? Why is it Beyonce's job? You know what I mean? Why is it Kylie Jenner's job? Why is it Kim Kardashian's job to make sure that I don't feel a certain way? That's always been really, really weird to me. And... Not only is it like if you're thinking about the aspect of like young children and young girls, right? Not only is it the parents job, but let's talk about us, right? Our women in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. As a woman in her mid 40s, oh my God, I just said mid 40s. I'm in my mid 20s. <laughs> I meant to say 20s. I was thinking four because I'm 24. 
sorry. <laughs> As a woman in her, I'm entering my mid-20s. Wow, I sound old. You know, it's funny. My boyfriend's younger than me. The other day, he told me, he's like, what year were you born? I was like 99. He was like, wow, you're old as dirt. I was like, oh, thanks, boo. He is 22. And I'm 24. And he calls me old as dirt. I'm turning 24. Wow. I'm not even 24 yet. I'm turning 24. Wow. You guys ever forget how old you are? Is that just a part of getting older? Anywho, as a woman turning 24 this year, entering my mid-20s, I can confidently say that it is my responsibility to make sure that I have a good self-esteem. It's my responsibility to make sure that I feel my best, regardless of what media I consume, regardless of who I follow on Instagram and TikTok and if I open up Instagram and I see an Instagram model who I think is prettier than me, I think she has a better body than me. I'm like, damn, her ass is bigger than mine. Her boobs are better than mine. Her face is prettier than mine. That is not that Instagram model's problem. It is mine. I don't then get to go petition her to take her picture down because I feel bad. I feel like, is it amazing to be so empathetic that you cater to people and what you post on social media yes it is but I don't think it should be the rule I just don't and I just like every other woman struggle with compare culture social media that this Instagram era that we've been in for the last couple years has created this compare culture that is so toxic and so out of line but at the end of the day we do have to accept that it's on us like it is not the Kardashians responsibility to not post their luxury vacations because I'm gonna feel bad about where I am in my life or where I am financially that genuinely doesn't make sense to me and I know that I'm I, I do think that this is the unpopular opinion that I'm saying right now but I mean it like, I, I really, really, really genuinely feel this. I really do. Um, but then I see the other side of it because the perfect example is I, okay, okay. If you guys don't know what the word champ means, if you're not from the DMV, I'm from New York, but I am half raised and I live in the DMV, right? So there's a term in the DMV called champ, <laughs> If you're not from the DMV, you probably don't know it. Champ means lame. If something is champ, then then it's lame, right? So I think it's so fucking champ when girls post pictures and the caption is something like, um, like no competition or something like, like, oh, she want to be me. You know, everybody uses that Ice Spice uh, caption. She want to be me. So she do my emotes like. I think creating fake competition is so fucking lame. It's so champ. It's so ugly. <laughs> it's so ugly to me. Um, I think it's so lame and ugly. But um, me personally, I don't use certain captions that create uh, like imaginary competition because like I don't want it to seem like I'm just trying to be better than anybody else. Like, like I don't want somebody or I won't use certain captions. Like I won't be like, like stomach on flat flat like that's a caption I won't use because I don't want somebody who may look at me 
as a certain beauty standard because of my size. I don't want them to look at me and then feel insecure about themselves because my caption is something like referencing something that they may be insecure about. So like I sit on here and I'm like, yeah, you should post what you want. And like, like you should be sensitive to other people's insecurities, but I do cater to it. Um, Cause I've been known to post something a little risque, a little risque on Instagram. And usually if I decide against it, it's not because of how it will make somebody feel. It's because I'm like, oh, my mommy follows me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm turning 24 this year and I'm still like, oh, but my mom follows me on Instagram. Like I can't go too crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so like I do, I get it when I see other people posting whatever they want with whatever captions they want, even when I think some of the captions are lame. I get it. I don't, if I feel insecure or if I feel like comparing myself, I don't, I don't sit there and think to myself like this person shouldn't have posted that. I then start thinking to myself like ways that I'm beautiful. And I remind myself that the, the presence of somebody else's beauty is not the absence of mine. I feel like we need to shift the focus from blaming somebody like blaming Kim Kardashian for posting certain photos or not disclosing certain things. Shift your focus instead to how can I love on myself right now? How can I make myself not feel this? Where is this coming from? What is this rooted in, right? Um, I also really want to talk about disclosure. So the internet, as we know, social media, as we know, is full of people lying, capping, trying to make it seem like they got something they don't. That's just what the internet is, right? And I think it's so weird that people expect disclosure. I really do. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I feel like if somebody wants to get on the internet and make it seem like their life is a certain way, and they're not trying to sell you anything. They're not trying to harm anyone. Let that person cap. Let that person flex. Like, what are you, the honesty police? Why do we care so, so, so much? Like, there's this, like, that ideology, like, for the good of all to the harm of none. But it's like, also, who cares? <laughs> like, I think I'm a very, a very who cares kind of person. So, like, if, I, if I'm trying to sell you a course and I'm lying, like, I make a million dollars. And, and I'll show you how to do it if you pay $100 for this course. That's, uneth that's unethical. That's wrong. That's different from what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, if I get on the internet and I'm lying and like I, I make a million dollars a year, period. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just telling you like, I make a million dollars. I got a million dollar business. I got blah, blah, blah. I got this. I got a Birkin bag. And like, okay, people lie all the fucking time. Like, I just feel like, the energy of like, it's, it's for me, it's the energy of like, why do you care so much? Like it has to stem from, I don't know. I don't want to say insecurity, but like, like circling back to disclosure, there are people that believe that if you get work done, you should disclose it. Right. So that other people don't look at you and think it's natural. Why? <laughs> like. Like, actually, really ask yourself why. If you're a person that believes that, I respect everybody else's, like, everyone's beliefs. But if you're a person that believes that getting work done should be disclosed, ask yourself this. Why are you so important that you deserve for somebody to give you a disclosure or an explanation about what they're doing with their body? 
hmm, you know what I mean? Like, I am not so important that influencers that I follow have to tell me they got boob jobs and they got lip injections and they got filler and no, because it's none of my, it's not my body. It's none of my business. Like it's, it's also like, it reminds me of people that are like the Kardashians promote unrealistic beauty standards. Promoting and existing are very different. Very, very, very different. If I have, and this is a super extreme, like this is a super, super, super extreme example, but I just have to make it this dramatic, like to get my point across. If I am a open drug user and I just say like, yeah, I did drugs today, right? That doesn't mean that I'm promoting. That doesn't mean that I'm influencing. People are allowed to exist without promoting things, without influencing things. Not everything that a celebrity or a public figure or an influencer post is promotion or is influencing. Like public figures do exist outside of the fact that they have influence. And being a creator, it's so difficult not to compare yourself. So I don't want it to seem like I'm on this high horse and like I don't have issues with comparison. And every time I see a picture of a public figure, like, like I compare myself a lot. Like, let me, let me be clear. I am not coming at this from a holier than thou point of view. I'm genuinely not. I'm coming at this from like the point of view, probably like same as you, the person listening, like it's hard, it's hard, but sometimes we need tough love. And I hope that this is the push you need to be reminded that like, no, it's, it's your responsibility to make sure that you feel good about yourself. It's your responsibility to make sure that you're not letting beauty standards make you feel bad or consume your thoughts and that you're not comparing because thank God it's your responsibility. Nobody's ever going to love you the way that you love you. Or that's how it should be at least, right? The self-love should be so fierce and so deep and so consuming that it should be, I love myself more than I love anybody else and I'll love myself more than anybody will ever love me. And that's that's ideal, of course. That's not, that's self-love is a journey, isn't it? But for me, that's ideal. That's like the ideal self-love. That's the end goal. And so... I hope that this serves as a push to remind you like your responsibility to be happy is in your hands and thank God for that. That is a like that's a blessing. That's a really good thing. So, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that like I am not coming at y'all from some holier than thou like especially being somebody who does content you're always comparing because you're trying to keep up with the trends. You're trying to keep people's interests. You're trying to gain new people's interests. You're trying to like, you're like, okay, this worked for me or this works for that person. How come it didn't work for me? Now you're comparing. Is it because they're prettier than me? Is it because they're better at content than me? Like even outside of how people look like when you create content, bro, the compare culture gets even deeper. I feel like, I feel like that could be a whole nother episode and I don't really hear, I see or hear creators talking about that. The compare culture that goes into creating content, it's crazy. Like 
like you're like oh look at even stuff like you don't think you wouldn't think about if you don't create content like look at that person's thumbnail my thumbnails aren't good enough it's like you think about so many dumbass things and you're comparing and I feel like comparing yourself to somebody creatively is almost just as bad or sometimes worse than creating than comparing yourself to somebody's looks because like if you're a creative person you know like you take that shit to heart like you're you're your art is like your baby. Like it means the world to you. So like creating your, creating your own art and then like comparing it to other people. That's talk. Like it's so toxic. I could do a whole separate episode about compare culture in relation to just being a creator. But yeah, I don't want you guys to think I'm speaking from some holier than now mindset or that I don't compare myself to or that I don't like I have the stupidest insecurities, guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. Okay, let me share one. Let me share one. Um, One of my, I'm not going to say it's a huge insecurity. Some days I care, some days I don't. But when I care, I really freaking care. It's my hip dips. If you guys don't know what hip dips are, hip dips are like, like you literally have like a dip in your hips, right? Like your hip bones. It's just, it's just how your body is set up. If you don't know what I mean, just Google it and you'll see it and be like, oh, okay. Um, but my hip dips, because you get on Instagram and you see all these thick Instagram models and these pretty girls with these perfectly round, plump hips and like, like you can see, like see in the booty from the front vibe, you know what I mean? Like I get so insecure some days about my hip dips and I'm always analytical of my body because if you guys don't know, outside of doing content, I am a dance teacher. Yes. Um, I've been dancing since I was literally four and now I'm 23 turning 24. So I've been dancing for almost 20 years. I am a dance teacher and like, you're just always looking at your body. You're always in uh, tight clothing and you're always like, like looking at how your body, like your alignment is and like your lines and that's just like dancer stuff. But um, you're just always looking at your body as a dancer. So there are certain things that I can't escape and my hip dips, y'all, like I said, sometimes I don't care, but when I care, it drives me crazy. I be thinking to myself like, dang, should I get shots? Like, should I get like not a whole BBL? Should I just get shots just to like fill in where the dip is on my hips? And then I'm like, no, I'm perfectly fine the way that I am. I'm beautiful the way that I am. It's just so like, I have the weirdest insecurities because of social media, like, I would not care about my hip dips if it wasn't for Instagram. I'm not even going to lie. Or like, I was going to say my boobs. I have really small breasts. Um, I'm in A cup. You can't tell because I'm almost always wearing a push-up bra. And so like, that's the thing. I would sit here and be like, oh, I'm not really that insecure about my breasts. But I literally wear a push-up bra every single day. So that you can't tell I'm in A cup. So it's like, girl, nah, you insecure about it. But I go back and forth. Sometimes I love being an A cup and I love like having a smaller chest because I can wear certain things. And I really, really, really like because my weight fluctuates. I really, really, really like when I get like my thighs get a little bit thicker and like I get heavier on the bottom. That's when I like to wear no bras. I feel like the shape of being like flat on top, like because I'm flat chested, like girl, I'm an A cup. But the, the shape of being like flat up top 
and they're having like a big booty and like big thighs. I love that on me. I love when when my weight goes up and I can like not wear a push-up bra. But then like if I'm feeling insecure about my hip dips, I'll feel like I have to overcompensate. So I'll like wear a pair of leggings that I feel rounds me out really good. And then like I have to wear a push-up bra. Like it's just so weird. It's just so weird. But when I think about the fact that I'm insecure and that I need to be embracing my body, I don't look for someone to blame. I understand that it's my responsibility. I understand that if somebody makes me that insecure, if somebody makes me feel that bad about myself when I'm on Instagram, I need to unfollow them. <laughs> like that means that I need to curate my feed. And another thing, I've heard other people give this tip before too. If you get on Instagram and all the people that you're seeing are people that don't look like you, they're there comes a certain insecurity with that because you're naturally like everybody else does going to be comparing yourself. So a big thing that helps, I think on social media is following people that look like you, that are shaped like you, that are your race, that have your hair type. Cause it's easier to find beauty in other people than it is ourselves sometimes. And that's sad, but that's the reality of it. And so if you follow all people that look like you and that mirror you, when you see something beautiful about them and you realize that you possess the same quality, you start to realize how beautiful you really are. So like nobody's making you follow people that don't look like you. You know what I mean? Like if it's not good for your mental health to be following all these people who you think have a beauty standard that is not realistic or not achievable. And not, I'm not saying that you should want to be achieving it. I hope that that got across correctly. But if you're following all these people who don't look like you and they make you feel like shit, unfollow them <laughs> unfollow them nobody's content is worth your mental health you know what I mean it's just not worth it nobody's beach pictures with their booty out is worth you feeling like shit and comparing yourself and that is a piece of advice that I need to take myself and go through my following list and chop it down like I did a couple of years ago but yeah, um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited just to have a podcast and just to be able to talk and chat with you guys. And I really, really, really hope that some of this resonated. I know that the title of this episode is jarring, but I really hope that some of this resonated with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. All platforms is at Naira Del Rey. Um, I do a little bit of everything on TikTok. I do regular TikTok stuff and I also do tarot slash astrology stuff on TikTok if you're into that. On Instagram, I do lifestyle, beauty, aesthetics. On YouTube, kind of the same thing, lifestyle, beauty, aesthetics. And then now my podcast will be where podcasts are available and also on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you watched the video version, which I highly suggest you do, thank you for watching. I will see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.